Mike has the best cat in the world. Mike's cat is an exception to the rule. Stop blowing Mike's cat. Bam! You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Uh, the podcast where no verdict is too controversial, no personality is too big, and no topic is too random. I am Crofton Steers, uh, and I'm here with my two delightful co-hosts. I got my uh, good buddy Mike Hodgins. How you doing today there, Mike? Good. That intro was like uh, Price is Right quality. I, I feel I'm, I'm like Drew Carey level, not Bob Barker level. Uh... Both? Yeah, but like the Schwartz? announcer, you know how there's like an announcer? Oh, who... th- yeah, thanks. You really let the ball <laughs> slip. <laughs> See, I make a nice intro and you're like, that's oh, Drew Carey level. That's like, you know, I, I got a little bit of a, yeah, a few moves yeah. and then I let it sort of fall apart at the end. All right. Well, hello, Crofton, <laughs> and hello, listeners. Welcome to the show. So, uh, what's new in your lives, gentlemen? Uh, Not a whole lot. It's come to my attention, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to revisit our banking episode. Shoot. Um, I was chatting with our hipster friend, Breck, who's a listener <laughs> of the show. And, uh, and it turns out I sounded like a big privileged a-hole on that episode because I was like, Oh, you should use alternative forms of funding, like borrow from your family. And, and of course I think, you know, Crofton pointed out aptly that not everyone has access to that or, you know, not everyone's family is good with money or has money to lend, et cetera, et cetera. I think what I, the point I was getting at was that, um, there are other alternative form alternative forms of lending, such as micro lending and things like crowd f- crowdfunding. Those were two kind of kind of up and coming things. I just wanted to touch on because I couldn't think of them at the time. And um, but they're they're good examples of alternatives to to banking. And uh, I just got a call from my bank today telling me that I paid thirty nine dollars a month in fees because I'm an idiot. And I was like, Oh, I hate banks. <laughs> <laughs> they called you just to taunt you with that. Yeah, they were trying to get me to like give up my bank account. They were like, "You should get a new bank account with a monthly fee." And I'm like, "No, I just need to keep a thousand dollars in it." So thanks and goodbye. Well, but that's not very nice. Banks. It's Anyhow, funny. I just wanted to mention those two things. Well, it's funny, uh, and it's good that Breck uh, brought that brought that to our attention because we always appreciate feedback. But like, uh, it is interesting because Pascal uh, also emailed us, if you recall, on banks. So that podcast obviously got people thinking at about banks and probably angrily. There's a lot to think about banks, but um, should we get into the topic today, guys? Yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Who's the guy that normally? Starts the it's me, the thing. Have you? You've never. <coughs> oh, he shouldn't have uh, started it before finishing his thought. No, that's that's always a bad idea. Oh, oh um, the topic today is recycling and composting. Okay, uh, what is that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> It's basically a waste. I think there. I think you could refer to them as waste reduction strategies. So instead of everything going to uh, landfills, if you can divert a certain amount of that garbage or waste from the landfill into either being recycled and then used in something else, or into composting so that it's not say toxic or you know can be reincorporated back into the earth. So. 
you know, I, do you guys have that in your neighborhoods? You do, eh? I gotta say that um, I'm not a like I've heard of, recycling has been around almost as long as I've been alive, uh, so it's been around. I'm not a big recycler though. I feel kind of dirty saying that, and a lot of people won't like me, but I kind of I, I kind of hate recycling. You should like so you're like my dad. My dad, my dad refuses to recycle. I'll be like, Dad, why don't you separate your compost and your recycling? He's like, it's garbage. It goes into garbage. <laughs> well, and I that, can, I relate to your dad very much. Yeah, but it's funny because raccoons always um, scatter garbage <laughs> all over his laneway. And I was like, Dad, if you just put the compost in the compost thing, they wouldn't tear your garbage apart. And he was like, that's garbage. It goes in the garbage. And he can't get past that. Yeah, well, I, I got to say that uh, I just – I watched an episode of um, – I guess the show's called Bullshit, the Penn and Teller show. And what I got from it, uh, mind you, it's probably highly biased, is that recycling kind of just pollutes the same amount. And it serves uh, some other sort of interest and doesn't really do much to actually save the environment. Like that's the one thing I sort of cling to. <laughs> it's, it's like recycling is uh, kind of just – like there's, uh, in processing the materials, a lot of waste goes into the air, and there's no real well, net gain. Well, it's a, it's for sure recycling is for sure a multi-billion-dollar industry and growing constantly. And there's a lot of energy uh, used in processing recycled goods, so it's not untrue. Is and I I like that Bo has already come down pretty hard as an anti-recycling advocate because when you hear recycling and composting the first thing you most people think is oh yeah that's, that's even if they don't do it that's a good thing in theory you know like i i like that so i i like how bo has already painted a big target on himself and said hey hey guys bring it on i like to throw my junk everywhere you know like but uh, <laughs> well, I, well i i i'm not a, i'm not like against waste management uh, i think i think that Okay, well, it stems from this. I think it's pain in the ass to just change, like, take garbage and put it in different types of garbage and then take it out. I think I'm a probably pretty lazy person, but I'm like, there needs to be one place for garbage, and then it goes to one place. But see, I didn't call yeah. you on that, but that was my first thought. And I'll tell you what, as soon as, as, soon as you mentioned the Penn & Teller thing, there's a, there's a lot of people that, like, and I look at research and look at look at uh um you know scientific analysis and, and and pull out what they want uh to accommodate their lifestyle and and i think it's the same with uh you know wine and w when everybody's talking about glasses of wine or oh a little bit of chocolate actually is great for you like there's a lot of there's a lot of research that goes into our vices right it's and it's called think, just to, i think it's called confirmation bias we, yeah, we all guilty okay. of it but yeah, go well, on, Crawl. No, that's, that's not perfect. quite it. Yeah, that makes me sound. No, no, that's, that's part. That's part of confirmation bias is finding research that supports your established views. But yeah, go on, Crawl. Well, no, it's great. It, it gives my my argument more of a, a fancy feel to it by using terms like confirmation. Confirm. I, I, I can't even say it. I think now, that confirmation bias myself. I think it's the other way around. Confirmation bias is that you have a view about yourself, and then you view things in the world that confirm it about you. Like, uh, I'm an ugly person. And then someone scowls and you're like, yep, I knew it. I'm an ugly person. No, it's, well, I mean, maybe that, but it's something like, it's, it's like what Crofton says, like if you enjoy wine and then you see a study, a research comes out and it says one glass of wine is good for you. You're like, aha, I, yes, I knew it. Um, and then people tend to stick to the yes. research that supports their views. 
Yeah, okay, I understand what you're saying. It's similar so, to what you're saying, but yeah. Well, yeah, no, so I, I just think that uh, w- when people say that they hate recycling, my first thought, as soon as somebody's like, oh, yeah, you got, there's different recycling on different days, and you got this stuff, I just put it all in the garbage. My first thought is, this person's too lazy to recycle. <laughs> I, I And I'm not sure I'm not sure if that's fair or not, but that's my that's my first thought. So I do like that Bo's like, yeah, whatever, I am, but who cares? It's a huge pain in the ass, and the end result is I feel that it doesn't do that much for the environment, which is, which is uh, a fair enough argument. My point of view on the matter is that I think that both recycling and composting uh has gotten better and it's uh it's uh something that i think in theory will leave less of a footprint on the earth i'm not saying i still don't throw out tons of garbage but uh, i like the fact that i'm able to dispose of it in a more efficient manner than may have been done previously yeah like i mean it's for sure there's energy used in all processes so if you you know if you're uh, recycling stuff that that consumes a lot of energy, but I think that you know something. And Penn and Teller sort of aren't wrong about that, but you have to take into account that it's it's two things. So it's like not only are you because if you you made a new product, you still have to haul that whatever out of the earth, whatever it is, petroleum products, process them. It's going to take an equal amount of energy for sure to make a new product as to reuse an old product. But the added benefit is that. When you're using only new products, you're also just adding to landfills constantly. So if all it does is reduce landfill and that the energy cost is 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 a is a kind of write off, uh, it's still a positive. It's still a net benefit. I think the landfill argument's bogus, though. And I'm not suggesting that I'm arguing with you, but I'm thinking about all the value, all the reasons because um, we grew up probably all of us on the wave of recycling becoming a thing. Like I remember being in 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 grade school and they were teaching us about acid rain and caring about the environment and you know i'm that seemed like it was you know the concern of that generation to teach its kids as we were coming up and but i, I look at a lot of the arguments like like landfills for example there's tons of room on the earth we're not going to be filling it anytime soon um the other the other thing too is just who's paying for this like this is this is um our money our tax money that pays for the recycling right and that money goes to companies because it's it's outsourced i would i would assume and where do, where do these products go like i don't think i think we're just sort of handing money over to private companies in the efforts to use recycling i don't i don't see the value of actually recycling i think it's kind of sold to us and it's a sort of status quo and the sort of thing to be thinking, you know, like I got to look like the bad guy when I'm like, yeah, I don't recycle because of this. But I don't know. I don't want to recycle. You're coming out as pretty strongly. Like it, it feels like you're just building your yourself up on on this. But the reason you don't want to recycle is just because it's hard. It's slightly more difficult than than regular waste management. Like if it made, let's say that it, recycling made and this is just a complete hypothetical out of my ass sort of thing made a five percent difference let's let's say it made five percent less uh uh less uh waste in landfills five percent uh less greenhouse gases all that sort of stuff so it, it it would be factually proven in this hypothetical scenario that recycling and composting would would make the earth better or or 
do 5% less human damage to it. Would that be enough for you to be like, oh, you know, recycling's a good thing. I'm going to do it. Or would you still be like, uh, you know what? It's still too much of a pain in the ass. 5% isn't that much. Screw it. Well, I, I think that's sort of the thing is I don't really see what net gain we're getting at all. And it's not really explained. It, like, As, and it was 5%. Would then you was, do it? Uh, probably not. I don't. I don't, I have no belief whatsoever that humans are going to ruin the Earth. We may ruin ourselves and blow ourselves up, but the Earth's going to be fine. It's going to be a planet floating around just as it always has been. I see no need to save it. When we talk about saving our own habitat, our own way of living, maybe. But um, I just I don't think that recycling makes any difference. Yeah, okay, so like you're not a conservationist, and you think that in general, like, and I feel that in Canada we're, we we're sort of we benefit from a lot of space and a lot of uh, uh, a lot of natural wonder. So it's harder to see the impact of of massive amounts of human pollution, uh, and so doing you know recycling is is sometimes even a tougher sell here than it would be. Perhaps in areas that are that are more densely populated, the brutal irony, though, is those areas tend to have less um, uh, less sort of information shared with the populace, or maybe even a lesser capacity to recycle or compost, which I always find to be kind of a, a tragic thing. But recycling, like we, we're using it in in the term of of waste management, but recycling is like if I if I buy a pair of skates and I give them to my brother afterwards because I outgrew them in a way that's that's uh that's recycling too and like well, I that's see reusing. that isn't that the that's the other r right reduce right. reuse recycle which is all part of the recycling you know paradigm so so like that that's the best thing you can do is reuse something for sure um, I just want to touch on something Bo said earlier because I think he had some assumptions that were false about recycling. Uh, <laughs> uh, one that it's all just our tax dollars pay for recycling and that's that. I mean, there there probably is some tax some tax revenue that goes towards recycling programs, but a lot of them make a lot of money on the aftermarket sales of of the of a of a reclaimed product. So um, if you put your aluminum cans in the recycling, it goes to the recycling plant, they take it, melt it down, they sell that aluminum. It's not like it just, we pay for it with our tax dollars. There's an economy based around it. There, there must be subsidies to incentivize these companies well, no, to, to I do think this no, kind of low profit business. But Bo, there, there's always been a business in recycling when there's been no subsidies. Like you ever seen a junkyard, like where cars go to die and people reuse that scrap metal? Like that's been around for ages and ages and ages. I think people just realize that well, to no, have it, maybe a hundred years. No, no, no. People have been reusing junk for thousands of years. Um, this is this is not a new phenomenon. What, what's new is a, a sort of institutionalized view of it, or one that is uh, becomes something where it's become a basically a law in in most um, westernized countries that you would like put your recycling out and it gets taken away and yes you have to do the painful process of putting the paper in the paper area and the metal in the metal area it's very difficult i, I understand yeah well it's it's also 
crap. Like, I just don't, I don't think that recycling, see, because to go back to what Crofton was saying about if it would change things 5%, well, we might be mitigating things, but our population's also growing. I don't think our population is going to dwindle unless there's some sort of, you know, um, some sort of giant event. I don't know if singularity is the right word, like some big thing that happens that blows us all up or kills us like a disease or something. So climate change, climate change, like, it we the the fact that there are more people if you're diminishing something by five percent but growing at a rate higher than what you're saving there's little point to the effort no anyway. because, no because if if the population is growing and you still were managing to reduce the amount you're putting landfill by five percent that's it's doubly important like if if we didn't have these like, like no, I, think, I say, think the math doesn't work out that way i think well it, i think I, you should probably do a little bit more looking into it because the, the and the, and it's not just that landfills um are you know, it's not just that there's is there space for landfills. I think you're 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 not you're overlooking how connected things are. So when you remove stuff like like metals uh, and say electronic goods that go to recycling bits fr- from landfills or toxic stuff that goes to the toxic depot instead of in your garbage, um, you're you're removing that from leaching into the ecosystem. So when you do when you recycle things and when you dispose of things properly, uh, you you keep them out of the system so that they get reused or disposed of properly. But when you just throw everything in the garbage, it goes into a landfill and the water ro- goes onto it. It leaches into the ground. It leaches into river systems. It goes into drinking waters. It kills fish. Every, it's a huge cycle. It's a huge system that we live in, and when you pollute it, it pollutes everything. It's not it, nothing's isolated. So when we do recycling, we pull things out of out of the landfill that might otherwise be harmful. Yeah, well, but why like, <laughs> why, <laughs> why would we why would we do all the effort? I mean, if shit gets bad in a certain area that we can't live there, we there's like we occupy like one percent of the square footage of this whole country. Like we can move somewhere else. Like it's this is not an unmanageable problem. I think it's very exaggerated personally i think it's a lot of wasted effort to be going around not just to sort it out but to actually pay people to do special things with the recycling what about you touched on like do, do you believe in in global warming at all and that we have an impact on our environment because if you don't believe in that i can understand but if you do believe in that you realize stuff like acid rain that you touched on earlier i mean we can move down the street there's still going to be acid rain right well, like in it i just know what i've been told and i don't have enough of an active interest in in this kind of thing to be any more informed than i already am and certainly no one's um put forth a compelling like i've seen a few like documentaries and and read a few articles very you know not much on the subject and i want to believe in it but um my brain just tells me no this is like this is all very hype and and i don't see the actual science the global warming issue i i'm more i'm open to the idea i don't think it has anything to do with recycling recycling contributes to global warming because most of the stuff is processed in places that in factories just the same as anything else in fact i think the processes might be even be dirtier than than other cleaner factories working with raw materials. I don't know that for a fact, but my sense see, is that, that if you're working... See, that sounds like confirmation... That sounds like it's confirmation not, bias. It, that's not co- confirmation like bias you're, means... You're, you're throwing out facts here that aren't necessarily I'm not throwing out facts. I'm, I'm giving what... I, I'm explaining what I know about the subject, which may be right or wrong, um, but I haven't heard any compelling arguments to suggest that, to this date, that recycling is worth the effort. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we know where Bo stands. Um, uh, but uh, it's a good thing that most people aren't like Bo, I think, because I, I, oh, that's I feel That's very like classist of you. 
Uh, no, it's it's more that it's it's doing a small thing for the for the for the common good. And I mean, I I suppose another thing that I think that is good about recycling or, or and composting is it makes you more aware of the waste you produce. I think when you have to take a few minutes to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to put this here or this there, and it's like, oh man, I'm, I'm making a lot of garbage, and it is annoying to have to do it, but it makes you be aware of the amount of waste you're producing. And I try as hard as I can to have, to make a little waste because I don't want to deal with it as well because I do feel like I am responsible for things I purchase and I do want to dispose of them properly. So it, it connects me a little bit to the process as opposed to just like, I get this impression of Bo as being like the anchorman guys and just walking down the street and throwing his McDonald wrappers in the park. Well, hang on. I believe in waste management. I, I, we want to have a clean living environment. The garbage got to go somewhere. I poo in the toilet. I don't poo on like the floor. So like my waste should go somewhere. I just haven't been presented with a compelling enough argument. And in fact, there are compelling arguments on both sides of this issue for me to have decided. And from a personal perspective, I just think, well, I don't, I don't care. I really don't. I like. I don't. I, I'm. I'm loath to jump into the whole environment saving the world stuff because there's a lot of crap. And until I know for sure, like I know something personally, I don't feel like I can have an, an opinion on something like that. So my well, preference is not to do it. So I don't do it. Well, here's another argument then, because if if the green one doesn't convince you, uh, then you may be one of the type of people who are. Um, who 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 like the ideas that this is good for the economy because as i mentioned earlier and this is a fact that it's a multi-billion dollar industry the recycling industry and if everything just went to landfill uh, because there still is a lot of stuff going to landfill there's still garbage pickup there's still jobs there but there's a huge amount of people that are employed by recycling things it, it, it's it's a boon to the economy and if we didn't have it it would just be like oh well, yeah, we'll yeah all those job. those people could find better jobs or better things to do really i don't think that's a good argument like we need the jobs so do recycling that's a that's a bad argument they could be doing other things i do things. agree with that that like it's tough uh, and what neil young's been saying about the tar, tar sands that mike that you were highlighting to me off off the podcast that's it you know some jobs uh, just because it creates a job doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing however in this case i i do think these jobs are 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 good jobs because i'm behind recycling the the part i'm having a hard time here with bo is that really um it, there's pretty much no evidence that recycling is worse than not recycling. So really what, what we're left with here is, is um, you essentially putting your personal interest above the collective when you could just I'm make not- a small, small, small effort to recycle because I don't understand what what rationale, what benefit you're adding to the community by not recycling. Like, what are the benefits of not recycling I, or not composting? Maybe I'm not interested in benefiting the community in that way. I, I, I wasn't asked whether I wanted to or not. Thankfully, I have the choice to do so or not uh, until it becomes some sort of crime that they can incarcerate me for. Um, I'm very content to just have my personal choice be that way. And that's sort of how it is. So um, I don't see like for you to postulate that it's like either do uh, the community good or be against it is I don't not, I don't I don't agree with that. I, no, I'm, I'm asking you then what is the good of not like what are the benefits of not recycling and not composting? What are the benefits? Well, I don't have to sort my my garbage out i can just throw it somewhere which i prefer to do 
that's the benefit. And I haven't, like, if you're being asked to make a personal sacrifice, like, for your health or for the good of your family, like, you, ha- that's a decision you come to and that you make based on information that suggests that that's the right thing to do, even though you don't want to do it. I haven't been presented with any compelling arguments to date that recycling is is worth doing and that I should do it. So that's so I, so why would I expend the time of my day doing something that I see no benefit? Like, you know, it would be like, I, why don't I open and close a door a hundred times just because it helps the hinges on the door, you know, well, move I, I would say that, like, I mean, eh. I, I would say the bottom line is is you've just decided recycling's bad. It's not that there aren't compelling arguments that it is good. I there are compelling arguments that it's that it's good, but I you seem pretty hardline on that you don't want to do it. And I know you've seen some sources that say, and I think that they're they're, they're not wrong to say that yes, energy is expended in recycling, but there's many other benefits than just. It's not just about energy reduction. It's about diversion. Uh, from landfill and there's huge benefits to that um so i, I i'm yeah, very happy I, I for like, i'm very happy to let others have their recycling i don't find it impugns on me i just do not wish to do it and i don't have i don't see the compelling reason to do it but i'll let you guys sort of t- i've been like i don't know if i've been hogging the show being like i don't know i hate good. recycling but like, and what you you're know. doing is you're offering a service here because like i thought when this <laughs> came off came up that it was going to be just a giant like all of us agreeing and being like yeah of course recycling's awesome because honestly if you were exactly like Mike and I, that's what it would be. We would be just talking. <laughs> the about, world would be a better place. Well, we would just be talking <laughs> about how great, how great recycling and composting and how how useful it is. Um, I think my issue with with your stance, Bo, is that it, it is like the only benefit that you have highlighted is a lack of effort. Uh, is like that you don't have to do one one additional thing in your garbage in your waste management he's lazy and yeah well like essentially in in this in in this context based and the way you justify that is you say well it's okay because you know there's been no compelling evidence presented to me that recycling is 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 that good of an idea but I haven't really gone out of my way to look up any of that information either because really I don't want it to be a good idea because then I would have to sort my garbage. That's, like that's that's how it's coming across. That is kind of a good fact because if you're presented with compelling arguments as you say but if you put your you know your fingers in your ears and go blah, 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 well, it won't be very compelling if you don't expose yourself to it. I, I just don't care. I mean it's not no, like I don't care about vampires, uh, you know, like people who slit their wrists and drink their own blood or shit like that. Like I'm not going to be like, well, I better explore it so I can decide if I want to do it. I'm just like, I don't care. Nothing has compelled me to care. That's, don't, that's don't fair vilify That's a me. different reason. Because yeah. you're making it sound like it's a rational decision, but really it's just an emotional decision no, based on you don't want to do it. It's, a it's not decision. rational. It's not emotional. Yes, it is. It's emotional. No, it's based not on, emotional. I don't want to do that is an emotional response. No. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested. Uh, that's emotional. Uh, I have Rash- freedom of choice. I, 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 if I can choose to not want to do something... I don't need to be put in a corner. I choose not to do it. Yeah, but that's still that's still emotional. Like it's like when you think it's, like, oh, I don't want to get up well, and then do everything this. Everything I choose is emotional. Yeah, everything no, we all choose true. is emotional. I mean that that doesn't. You're trying to sort of diminish my side of things. I think. No, no, it's I think like, it's totally no, fair. It's choice and it's legitimate. I think it's totally fair to say I don't care, and a lot of people, a lot of people don't care. I think that's much more valid than saying there are no compelling evidence because I think that's incorrect. 
but you don't care is a whole different and you're 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 welcome to to not care and not participate well compelling I, evidence is subjective i will say like you and i could look at the same thing and you would say oh oh my god we have to do this and i could look at it and go i'm not impressed no but it's you subjective also, you also said you don't really care about trying to save the environment so i mean a compelling argument about saving the environment are moot points if you don't care about that is an issue yeah, I mean, it's all based on the same reason. Everything that's been presented to me over the course of my life, and you know, I know a lot of people who are very pro saving the environment, and we got a lot of that in school. Um, I just nothing's been like, yeah, this is something I need to do. This is a way I need to help the universe or or whatever. I just don't. It's you, not for me. I I think you admit you would admit though that the common um, the common societal understanding surrounding recycling is that it is it is a good thing I, like no the, i think it's the, an idiosyncrasy of our times like a lot of but, other things and that, we may and we may suffer like of the pro recyclists we may suffer from confirmation bias as well right like in that that sure. we've we've been presented this uh as a good thing you know we've been taught it growing up it's a good thing to recycle and we might not question it enough uh in such such as the way that Bo is questioning it and saying you know like maybe maybe there are some things that uh, that are wrong here. Maybe may, who knows? Maybe it's a giant conspiracy, and recycling is in fact worse for the planet than not recycling. I and look. I don't uh, for one second believe that, but I do think that it's it it is good to question deeply held beliefs. I still do feel though, Bo, and it's not to demean your point. It, it is the fact that you've chosen not to care about a particular issue, which is fine. Everybody's allowed not to care about things. It's just that uh, because of that, I, I feel that you maybe don't have all the information surrounding uh, recycling and, and, and composting. Um, I don't necessarily care passionately passionately about it either therefore i haven't done a ton of research into it myself i have just decided to go with the common uh what is perceived societally uh, in society is the common good which is recycling and composting who knows maybe i'm wrong and if i'm wrong i wasted five minutes of my time once a week uh and uh, you know i'm not too concerned about it have have you guys ever spent any time in a dump yes I have two, and I remember going to the dump. Oh, all the time. Bam! <laughs> but I used to go, my dad, who I mentioned at the start of this podcast, much like Bo, refuses to, re- to recycle. Um, and uh, we, when, as a kid, he used to get excited. We'd get a big load of garbage, and we'd go to the dump in his truck, and he would he would sing on the way, to the dump, to the dump, to the dump, 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 as we would drive to, to the dump. And I remember as a kid... Uh, playing in the dump <laughs> like, <laughs> like piles of trash and things but in amongst the trash there was always like ovens and fridges and all these things I, I mean I'm lucky I guess I didn't die or get some horrible disease uh, how was that but, weird like carbon smell too or something well there's all yeah. kinds of weird stuff but the thing is is, it, is that if I think of that landfill it's since closed up I remember where it was but there's tons of metal that's just under just buried there right yeah. but these days almost all like if you put a piece of metal out on the street like if i put a stove out on my front street it will be gone like the garbage man will not pick it up because someone will come by and take it and recycle it for money uh because it creates a job and it's just like it's just that thing can just be used again so i feel like aside from like all these other arguments and laziness or whatever it's just nice to know that things are not just used and done they they can be reprocessed and reused because there is a finite amount of stuff on the planet. There's a finite amount of iron and gold and platinum, and a lot of these things wind up in landfills. 
Um, and they often talk about, you know, a lot of people postulate that in the future, landfills will be mine sites because when when we have things like, when we're looking for things like gold, it's in old electronics. And there's only, there's not that much gold in the world. So to recycle all this stuff, it just makes it stay in the economy. And I think that's good to have things be useful longer. Anyways, I, I feel like I'm ready for a verdict here. All right, go on ahead. Okay, recycling is good. I mean, and I don't want to. I, I just said one of my reasons right there. Any, any other? It. If you want to add any other closing arguments, I would just sum up and say that uh, that there's economic benefits, that there's environmental benefits, that there's personal benefits to be more aware of your of you, of how you connect with the waste you produce. And I think that 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 it's it's a it's a good thing to be aware of that. And I think we should all do our part to help the environment. Yes, I'm a big tree hugger, uh, and uh, I'm happy about that. So yeah. It's a good thing. All right, I'll let uh, I'll, I'll I'll let myself be sandwiched between you two, Croft, and you can go last. Um, so I'm gonna just uh, if you hadn't already know, I'm gonna say recycling's bad. Um, it's my belief that it's you know an idiosyncrasy of our time. I'm not sure if I'm using that word right, but just you know, it's the thing to be. And if you're not that, then you're kind of lame or kind of stupid or backwards. And um, you know, I'm all for waste management. I'm all for, uh, I think, you know, my dad often says things that make me shake my head. But one of the things he says often is we live in a disposable society. I believe that's the case. And I think that's something worth changing culturally because uh, I do agree with some of the things that you say, Mike, about how we throw things out that are just worth keeping. Why throw it out? But people throw out a lot of good stuff. So, um, but that's not really the issue. The issue is like the act of recycling itself. I've never felt that there was a compelling reason to do it that's been presented to me. Um, and it's my choice not to. And I feel like it's just a big waste of everyone's time. So it's bad. I am going to unsurprisingly say that it is good. And, uh, and I think... You know, I touched on at the very end how I was not – I'm not the most informed on on recycling and I think – and composting. And I think Mike would best be able to speak on, on the details surrounding a lot of it. So what I, what I exercise is in a way a little bit of an act of blind faith uh, in that, that um, I have been brought up to understand that the collective – and and the country that I live in is is a is a, a beautiful country with a um, le- great uh, landscapes, clean air, and all this. And that I uh, that I can contribute to this in various ways. And one of those ways that I was told uh, was was recycling and and composting. And I feel that um, it is something that from from the facts that have been presented to me, I feel it is. It requires a minimal amount of weekly effort to perhaps make, you know, a small difference. And I used the example of 5% earlier, but whatever, it could be 0.5%, could be less uh, of, a, of an imprint. But the fact that it's something for me and that I'm thinking about other people and, and, and uh, my community and doing, you know, a little something, it's not like volunteering at the senior center or anything. It's, it's, but it's something. And, uh, and I have to believe that, uh, that it's, uh, something good and something good for the environment. So I say good. 
<laughs> Excellente. So two goods and a bullshit. Wow. I you said I bad. Like... Bad. You said bad. Oh yeah. Sorry. Bad. He's, he's recycling his <laughs> verdict. Sort of... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, I recycled no. something. He's, I must go and commit seppuku now. <laughs> yeah, reappropriating it. It's, it. Fu- it's funny because I was sort of thinking about this earlier today because, um, as you know, I always criticize Bo for smoking and he should quit, as we all know. Uh, <laughs> but I also have a pet peeve with smokers because mostly in our society, we've gotten rid of littering, littering, right? People don't litter. And even Bo, when I said about Anchorman, he's like, oh, no, I believe in you know putting garbage in garbage can or whatever. Yeah, but, waste management. But yeah, waste management. He believes in waste management. But smokers, it's still the only place where it's, I guess I'm using air quotes, socially acceptable to litter. I see smokers all the time just walking around and just like throwing their filthy butts in the street. And in the <laughs> wintertime here, there is like a butt everywhere. It's disgusting. I'm like, yeah. hey, smokers, put your butts in the yeah, garbage. Guilty as charged. Although I try to make sure they put the, they put them in trays when, when they have them in places. Yeah, you know? I've seen like you I, do that. And that's, like- that's good. I've also like seen I see you it, throw them, them out in, in front thing. of my house. <laughs> yeah, and then Crofton has to clean yeah. them up. <laughs> no, no, they go down oh, the they're just gone. into our water system. Magic. <laughs> they get recycled in the storm yeah, drain. They- that's that's my theory. Uh, wow, that's super it's cool, very. Sure. It costs a lot of money to process that water, and then when it, more shit that gets added to it, the more expensive it is to process. Okay, it's all my fault. <laughs> you That's feel fresh. guilty, though. <laughs> I don't no, feel you guilty don't. at all. I don't care. <laughs> I really hey, Bo, don't. do we have anything yeah. in the uh, mailbag? Fortunately, we don't have anything in the mailbag, so we won't be taking a trip to the mailbag. But uh, we would love, you know, we've done a, some hard-hitting episodes the past few weeks. We got an episode on advertising, episode on cloning, and we did one on cats. Talk about hard-hitting. Um, we want to know what you have to say on the subject. Did we say something outrageous? I have a feeling I might get some nasty emails on this one. Uh, email us at goodbadbs at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to find out more about the show, you can visit our site Visit our site at gbbpodcast.com. And there you can find links to like us on Facebook, check us out on iTunes, maybe give us a five-star review, and follow our Twitter account, and you'll be notified when new episodes get posted. All right, gentlemen, it's been a riot, I think, today. <laughs> I'm like, I feel all intense. I, I know, I've been this, I feel like this has been the crap on Bo episode. Well, it's... it's- I, I st- well, I still like you guys. I, oh, I, don't I don't like you anymore. And but, I don't think ooh, it's I don't think you're going to get bad mail, Bo, because you actually like when when people take and what your point of view is, you know, it's a fairly unpopular point of view. Uh, when people take and take ownership of that, which is what you did, it's kind of hard to really write a letter and be like, "Well, blah 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 blah." You know, you need to think of this and that. You you've made it. You've made your opinion clear, and by by uh, being so passionately. Uh, diligent in representing it. It, it, it made the podcast. It made the podcast <laughs> interesting. Like I mean, as I said, if you had just been an echo chamber to Mike and I, I mean, it would have just gone around in circles. That's true. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. All right, so uh, Michael, if uh, people want to know uh, more about you, where can they find? They you? can find me sorting out my garbage into uh, recycling and composting, doing my part for the environment. And Crofton, if any of our listeners want to find out more about what you do, uh, where can they? They find can you? find me recycling my tweets on Twitter at Crofton Steers. How, how does I that just work? take the same tweets and I resend them until until they get retweeted. <laughs> Sounds like a spam account. Hey, spam accounts are good. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Bo Schwartz. Again, visit the site, gbbpodcast.com. We really want to 
yeah, we really want you to see the site. We put a lot of work into it. All right, guys, uh, thanks very much for joining me. And until next time, ahoy! both on the street at the same time i wouldn't be like hello michael and hello bo i would say hey guys how's it going i don't think you'd say that either <laughs> bam <laughs>